Welcome to Talking Tracks with Snacks with me, Tanya C. Darshan over there. Hello. And today we're very lucky. We've got the amazing Sarah Tavar in here with us. Hiya. Assistant producer at Radio 6 and working on the Steve Lamack show, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> really excited to be chatting all things music with you today, Sarah. But first, snacks. What have you brought with you? I've brought sweet popcorn. All right. Controversial, controversial. maybe. It's controversial yeah. on this pod. To be honest, I, I would often go for mix, but... I couldn't find any in okay. the particular store that I was in. You can, you can mention the store. We can. I was in M and S. Someone's doing Another well reason on radio. Why I was here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nearest store. Go open up then. Staring at it. Yeah. What snacks have you got? Right, um, uh, my classic one is prawn cocktail crisp, but we have Monster Munch and donuts. We have. I uh, yeah, I went oh, rogue today with a jam donut. I eat it. <laughs> so I was very polite. She's just offered me a hot mad. There's no jam in. Oh, there is. Okay. You can have one of mine as well. Oh. Wait, go on then. Right, I'm just, just gonna my classic. Um... I'm just gonna chip in on the donut thing. I'm more of a, a ring donut. Oh, what? Yeah, there's no filling it's in a ring donut. No, yeah, there's no filling in sometimes, a ring donut. Sometimes though, sometimes the filling's like too much. And it, oh, do you know, like some places no, it's just but... like. Yeah, but I'm a sure ring donut's ones... always small oh. because they can't. You can't get a whole ring with a the fat, lovely, flavorful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Donut. Oh no, I agree. Oh, so controversial. No. <laughs> Coming in with my sweet popcorn. <laughs> sweet popcorn and Mixing everything up. I think with I think you just get a bit more with it with a jam donut. Because yeah. you have jam in the middle. You can even ice the jam donut. They do it in Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme, if you want to sponsor us. Uh, yeah, let us in. <laughs> get in. Let us in. Um, okay. So Sarah, it's very important if we're gonna talk about you today that we get you to rip off your own customary jingle. So if you're ready. This is intro to Sarah. You're listening to Sarah Tabar on Run That Again. Oh. Is that? That's, yeah. that's, that's the best good. I could do. No. I'm not a singer, see. So. No, that's pretty. Very good improv there. I like it. Minute radio. In fact, so talking about radio. Hey, segues all over again. <laughs> um, so tell us a bit about what you do, you know, your day-to-day, your so, career. <laughs> So I work on Six Music, as you said, on Steve and Mac show. Um, What's it like working with Steve and Mac? It's what great. Like his show is so. There's just always so much going on, which yeah. makes it such a good um, show to like gain experience and kind of see. Yeah, I literally I just love working on it just because he does so so many different things, like covers different events. Like the team just went out on. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Independent Venue Week. But it's a yeah. week um, which, you know, was set up to promote independent venues and kind of get more people to go to them. Yeah. Um, and so every year Steve covers that week on his show. Where uh, was that? Yeah, where was Did, that? Well, so, oh, he just covered it on the show and then... Also, it's, it takes place like across the UK and cool. each, oh, each year Steve will go to a number of cities um, yeah. and each day he'll broadcast from that city. And this year... Oh, oh um, wow. That's really cool. This year they got a tour bus and they basically oh. went on tour. Uh, <laughs> Steve are back on so tour. Sick. Yeah, literally. And they went to Newcastle... <laughs> shit, wrong. Oh, I swore. You can swear. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Newcastle, Sheffield, Cardiff, Exeter and London. Where did he go in Cardiff? Uh, club. Oh, this is a club. <laughs> so we went to Cardiff together. So so. I just feel like you know everybody we have on. <laughs> I do. But you did, yeah, didn't you? We so did. We had, um, yeah, it was just a good time, really. What, Cardiff? Cardiff, Cardiff. Yeah. Oh, God, it's the best place ever. I'm best place on earth, absolutely. Um, Hugh Stevens as well, he was um, quite instrumental. Hugh. Club, we love you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, like, he was one of the founders of Soon Festival yeah. uh, over in Cardiff, which... Um, is a, like a multi-venue festival um, over a few days. Uh, and he was one of the first, mm. like him and a guy called John Rostron, I think they set it up. Uh, and yeah, he's always been really involved with kind of gigs going on at club and yeah. supporting kind of local. Because he was involved in, um, he's in, been involved in saving a lot of independent venues and stuff like that. So here in London, it was a social. Yeah. yeah. He was really involved in saving that. Snaps for you. Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, what else was there? He was a uh, club, the, the street that club's on. I've forgotten the name of it. Womanby Street. Womanby Street, yeah. There's like a mark. For yeah, Womanby yeah. Street so stuff. this guy called Minty, who we actually had on the show when we were in Cardiff oh, for no Indie Venues. Oh, cool. um, he, yeah, he does a lot of campaigning uh, to save venues in Cardiff. Yeah. Um, so there was the Save Womanby Street campaign, which I think he was part of setting up, a, um, part of setting up 
uh, and there was Goody Who, which closed down. And he, peace, I think that Goody was Who. maybe Aww. the first one that he worked, like that yeah. Minty worked on. Um, so yeah, they, uh, there's a lot going on over there and there's a lot of venues to save. There are a lot of venues to um, save. But they've, um, they've, the government's addressed that recently with like a £7,500 yeah. rebate or something. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah they save the clubs. Yeah. Save so, the independent venues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, especially here, like the GLA and the Mayor of London have been doing loads to try and... Um, What's the GLA? Greater London Authority. So it's like the Mayor oh, of London. I'm learning so much already. I am very knowledgeable. I'm in awe. Um, I was going to ask you, um, that sounds really cool, but is that like the proudest moment so far? Since working, which one? In, the, well, the, in radio, do, yeah, um, yeah. I reckon being part of the team who kind of worked on that independent venue week coverage was definitely. I think it's been my highlight so far, um, and it's definitely been the best because it's just like knowing that you're kind of part of like a team that's helping support these venues. Yeah, mm. um, it's just like really exciting, and like yeah, you do feel a bit proud to kind of be able to be involved in yeah. that, uh, and it's something that I've like. When I was studying, I kind of always tried to link, because I did not study anything to do with music or anything, yeah. but I always tried to link it into my like work. And yeah. So my dissertations, one of them was looking at how the planning system can support um, independent venues. Yeah. Um, so like it's something that I've always been really interested that's in. Really so yeah, cool. I reckon that's probably been my highlight so far. Oh, wow. And what are the kind of things you're involved in that process and just on a daily basis? What are the kind of things you get up to? So generally, generally, like my daily role... Um, so there's three of us uh, in the production team working oh, cool. on the show. So it's quite small teams. Yeah, as you um, say. That's like Close just... knit family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so we each kind of have our own roles within that and what we do on a daily basis. And um, I guess what my main role is, um, is just basically putting the show together in terms of the music. So yeah. each morning, Steve will send over his running order of songs. Steve. Uh, <laughs> First name basis. <laughs> <laughs> so actually no, let's keep it more general let's keep it more general so the presenter um Steely. will <laughs> will send over their running order of songs cool. um and and then i kind of have to process that so i will source those songs i'll comply them yeah. make sure they don't swear and they're appropriate for uh -huh. kind of radio uh and if if they are inappropriate or if they swear then you kind of to consult yeah kind of producers um and make you know any yeah. appropriate editing uh and then kind of, of just ducking out swear words and stuff like that yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. okay. uh, which I've actually started to really enjoy so I when I first started like I got really nervous if there were swear words in songs I was like I dreaded it because I was like oh god I'm gonna have to try and edit this and like it really stressed oh. me out because like I didn't know the best ways of doing it yeah. but now that I've done it quite a few times I really yeah. enjoy it because once you can do it well it's so satisfying yeah. when you could like do it really smoothly and you just don't hear it um make this clean yeah do, do you have to get like a lot of right like a right sort of stuff involved with that like you know permissions and that kind of thing I don't really know about that side of things <laughs> I, I think like as I, a BBC yeah. station it's something that's dealt with kind of yeah, yeah, so yeah. we I have to it would be. at the end of each show we have to submit a music report which oh, cool. um is another thing that I have to do is just yeah it's basically all the songs that you've played yeah. get pulled into this uh report and it has all of the like copywriting details oh, and cool. publishing yeah. details yeah. Okay. that gets sent to PRS I think and they, yeah, say, yeah, yeah, that they deal with it they give their rights, um, musicians give their rights for things to be played on the radio by signing up to PRS. PRS. Uh, yeah, you need to put it up on PRS to yeah. make sure that you can actually get it, well, you get paid for your craft and like actually yeah, give yeah. the rights to radio and stuff like that. For yeah. Them to play it. And then also there's a BBC uploader and stuff, I guess, which you pick from. Yeah, your yeah, yeah. A lot of the presenters um, do. I think this is something that maybe a lot of people don't realise is yeah. the presenters do, especially on Six she Music, it, it varies from station to station mm -hmm. in terms of like what their music kind of regulations are. And, um, but the presenters do choose like most of the music themselves yeah. and they do often like they'll listen to stuff that they get sent mm -hmm. and they'll look, they'll look for music themselves as well. And yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of them do take music from the introducing uploader yeah. Um, so I feel that's a, a big joy of the job is being able to find new music. So exactly. Like, a lot of people have that preconception that because actually one of the questions we got sent in was um, how much how much of it do you actually listen to? What a lovely question. <laughs> no, that is fair enough. Um, we do get sent a lot. I'm sure you do. Like I didn't quite realise how much mm. he'd get sent. So it's quite hard to get through all of it. Um, but I think the presenters definitely try to listen to as much as they can yeah, and like yeah, yeah. so do we is because the producers and you know the rest of the team do um get sent quite like 
all the music as well. And, yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm finding like more and more. I find it quite funny when like I get sent music. I'm like, oh, yeah, my critical choice. Oh, that's that's I quite like. I really enjoy listening to it, but also it's fairly like I've been working. I've worked almost a year now, but Mm. um, I still find it quite exciting that I get sent like music. So I try and listen to as much of it as I can. That's good. but obviously, yeah, there's yeah, only... If you're listening, send it to Sara. <laughs> yeah, Sara to bar. Sara to bar. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, it is always, it's more the presenter that will... Sure. Like, yeah, obviously, yeah. if we yeah. hear something that we're like, this is perfect, you, yeah. know, you, know, you know, we do pass it on. Yeah, um, But they yeah. kind of do make make their own decision on what they end up playing. But yeah, we definitely try and listen to as much as yeah. gets sent, but there's also so much of it. That yeah, no, it how, What's your kind of perception, like, what's your favourite music genre? What do you listen to? Or do you feel like this process makes you like, ah, so much music, I don't know what I like anymore. <laughs> it is, well, working on Six, you definitely are exposed to all sorts of music, which yeah. is one of the best things about mm-hmm. it. Like, it's not just, like, a mainstream, or it's yeah. not just indie, or it's not just, you know, acoustic or classical or something. Like, they literally play everything, everything and anything yeah. And, yeah. which is great in terms of like a round table as well yeah like, yeah exactly the, like from porridge radio to yeah to the most popular pop you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. it will play like all genres and there's yeah. no kind of limits to that so i've feel like i've been exposed to more than i even realized kind of existed mm. or that i realized that i enjoyed like because i guess I know my go-to is kind of more indie music i went through a phase where i really only listened to like acoustic stuff and kind Aww. of acoustic Folky in a way, just kind of like singer songwritery. Like yeah. I went yeah, through a long thing, yeah, and a mic, yeah, yeah, literally like a man or a woman and a guitar, and that was. It. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always been kind of more guitar-based stuff that I start that I would listen to. Um, but I also just yeah, I kind of enjoy. I'd like to say I enjoy most genres. As yeah, I think yeah, most yeah. people yeah. who work in the industry do, or you can at least appreciate it, um, mm. even if it's not something that would be your go-to. Exactly, yeah, um, I can still appreciate that something's like sounds good but I'm like you know maybe it's not yeah, something that that's the thing. I think there's a misconception as well like some of the questions you get like what genres do you you know prefer and I don't think that's kind of the case is it yeah it's very much you can tell when a song is good yeah right? exactly you can, uh, yeah. yeah I was gonna say what question we had was um <laughs> three and it was what do you look for in a song what determines a good song deep concept. it's such a broad <laughs> question I don't yeah. think that's even possible to answer it's, it's what yeah. kind of catches your ear I mean, I, for me, it's like if a song is well, you can tell the song's well produced. Yeah. Like, not necessarily like it's not on amazing recording equipment yeah. or whatever, but you, as in you can just tell if a song has been. Had a, a lot of love, love in it. Love in it. Yeah. yeah. Affection and care. Yeah, I think it's definitely like a lot of the production. I think like the lyrics um, are always something that I, I like to notice. Not everyone does. Like, I've heard some other people just be like, oh, I never really listen to lyrics that much. Um, but like, it's something that. Um, yeah, I'll notice lyrics. I really, really enjoy a good voice. Like vocals yeah. for me are really important. That's like just a personal thing. Yeah. Like I'm always like, if I hear a nice voice, I'm just like, oh my god. Even well, if it's like, like a vocal in terms of like someone singing amazingly, or do you mean like a voice like, like kind of like a, a lo-fi rapper with that? Both. Like yeah. it's just like the tone of a voice. If it's oh, just something, yeah, something that catches your ear. Yeah. yeah. If it's like an interesting tone, or if it's just like I saw on your Instagram, you posted um, you about charlotte the singer oh charlotte it was like yeah. one of the it was like one of the yeah. first ones and i saw her like a couple of years ago just supporting someone and she was phenomenal and great, i've been following her ever since voice. and like her voice is just stunning it's like stunning like yeah. it's unreal yeah um but yeah so like it's just yeah regardless of the genre if i hear a good voice I'm just like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that always gets me really excited um but yeah and uh, yeah going back to um how how you choose kind of songs and things we got a question uh, in earlier about um radio pluggers and things like that so how oh, much yeah. do radio pluggers play an influence in choosing songs i think it's de- there's definitely a conception that the presenters will only play stuff from pluggers which i don't think is no, true. I don't think that's true either i mean it's like, not yeah, true yeah. um like they definitely you know i know that the presenter i work with <laughs> um people give him cds S-dog. people give him <laughs> People give him CDs all the time and he, he does play them. Like, yeah. it was only a few days ago he played this band, I think they were called North Parade, uh, and um, he, he was given their CD whilst he was on the in, independent venue week tour. Oh, I wow. Think. That's um, a CD. Yeah, yeah, I know. People still give CDs. I which, saw someone give a memory stick the other day. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that is interesting. I think, pres- yeah. like, different presenters prefer different things. Like, mm. I would probably mm. just stick to 
sending a link. The over. classic. Well, like a link and a CD. Uh, I wouldn't go too. Yeah. Kind of try and be too interesting because sometimes it's just a bit like. Cringy, yeah. yeah, don't yeah. try too hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just think that's also the eat like it's easiest. Just a CD and a link is. Yeah. Kind of the easiest thing. Yeah, for everyone, yeah. but um. Yeah, so they do, like, you know, yeah, like I said, he got given the CD and he played it because, you know, he enjoyed it and he thought it was really good. Yeah. Um. So, but obviously they do have some... Sorry, you didn't over you. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. Um, obviously, radio pluggers do have some influence because, you know, if you if there's some that, you know, we regularly will get music from and it's stuff that we like and, yeah. you know, it's really good, then we obviously would listen to it if, you know, it's someone that we trust and we know often gives, like good music or yeah, music but I think that, that's probably the same case the, in a lot of industries it's like word yeah. about trusting people and, yeah, and, yeah definitely and it's like they know what what music is good for what like they'll know what a presenter's more likely to play yeah, over true. different stuff like they'll know what like you wouldn't give what, Annie Mac a um, exactly. like an acoustic record or something like that you exactly. give her a dance record that's the thing like, like that, the yeah. presenter and their taste is a lot of what makes it like BBC radio is so exciting because you have yeah. a show for everybody yeah. a presenter for everybody and a lot and they're also even though they each have their own taste, they're also all aware of the station as a whole yeah, and like yeah. needing to still kind of play music for everyone and not just yeah, that's true. You know yeah. that particular genre, but um, yeah, I wouldn't say like waste. I mean, I think not. Did not waste, um, <laughs> but I think you know having a radio plugger can be quite expensive from what oh, I've heard. Oh, so expensive. Yeah. And so as a small artist, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say just go straight for and that. That's not where your money should go anyway. If you're at that stage in your career, there's you a lot. You should be building of... fan bases. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I that, reckon like... try and build your own and then mm. maybe, you know, once you get to a, a particular phase where you're like, okay, I've done as much as I can, then maybe yeah. think about it. But I wouldn't just go straight for a plugger because mm. they won't necessarily mm. always... It's interesting, like, how does all that factor in in terms of sort of, do you look at an artist, like, when you hear their song, you know, the song's really good, do you go and look at their social media and their Instagram handles and all this stuff to see, like, what their following is like, or is that not something that really figures? I personally don't, but I don't know about others. Mm. Um, I don't think, like, working on Six, I don't think it's that, like, the whole point of, at least my idea of it is you know, we're a station which is able to give a platform to those artists who might not have that big of a following. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, yeah. like that band who just gave Steve a CD and oh, he yeah, liked North it, Parade, so he played yeah. it. So we'll have a listen to them. Um, yeah. Again, like I haven't What's looked at it. What's the name again? It's called North Parade. North Parade. That was on the round table the other day, yeah? Uh, actually, no, it was just one um, that he played. We played a band called The Magic Gang on oh, round table. Oh, yeah, did that song. I, I was listening and Think. it's really peppy. And yeah, it's really peppy and retro and cool. And I thought I was like watching something from the seventies, but in a cool way. Yeah, like, it's just a really fun song. Yeah. Like I think it got varied reviews, but it was I find it just fun. Donna Margolin didn't like it, did she? <laughs> no, think. I think but, she, like she said, she's more into sad stuff. Sad I think indie she said. stuff, which is fair enough. Um, kind of is the point. Also, of the it's Dana. We found out is it's it? Dana. Yeah, Dana. <laughs> Dana Margolin. Apologies, Dana. Sorry, we lo- I actually really like Porridge Radio. Songs. Not everyone's cup of tea, but I think if you. If you yeah. don't like it, I think you can still appreciate that it's good. Definitely. That and that's the kind of thing that sometimes I'm like, I quite like when it's something slightly more controversial where it's like not everyone, they're not just a kind of trying to appeal to everyone. Mm-hmm. They're doing what they genuinely yeah. like, love. And yeah. they're not just trying to be a people pleaser. People pleaser. And like some people I know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think my music's so niche that people don't listen to it enough. So uh, you, jokes on you, you really. Yeah, you, know, you got your track playing around the table. I did, yeah. Pom, you thank did. you, Sarah. Thank, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> that got some mixed reviews. It's a mixed bag. Mixed bag. That's kind of the point, isn't it? Yeah. People, people have different tastes. I think rating different something in itself, you always go take so. it with a pinch of salt. But um, yeah. it's a really good format, I think, for I, getting I like into new table. music. I like so. round table. I just think it's sometimes a little bit overly critical. Like, there, you can get people on who sometimes, are... Sometimes people are really fair, though. Like, as in, yeah. if it's a new artist who's kind of breaking, you know, breaking the market just, but then they start giving out twos, threes. <laughs> like, take it with a pinch yeah. of salt. But I yeah. think often it's a good indicator if someone who's an indie artist likes your indie track. Yeah. Then that's probably quite a good indicator that you're doing something right. Yeah, no, definitely. Know? And like, like you said, sometimes people are really critical, and so, but also sometimes they're not critical enough. Like, we had a guest recently... <laughs> I actually can't remember who it was, but I remember they said, um, they're like, oh, well, I think you, oh, I remember who it was now. They were in a band like a while ago, you know, maybe like 20 years ago. And he was yeah. just like, oh, <laughs> I think it was the first song after we played. And then he went, um, 
Oh, well, you know, you know, I was in a band 30 years ago, so I don't think I'm in a position to judge this. We were like, that's <laughs> what, what are you you're doing here, here for. Man? <laughs> <laughs> you're here to judge the music. <laughs> but that's, it's a strange one because you don't want to be so critical of it. Like, it's with us at the moment, we run that again. We're very new music blog. We premise ourselves on the ethos that we're going to give people constructive feedback and honest reviews, but then you don't want to be too mean that you come across as like vindictive yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's a typical world we live in isn't it yeah um, I think so I think you've got to be fair though yeah like if someone true. if someone makes a bad song so made a bad tell song, them it's but shit. like just be nice about it and don't, give them something constructive so they can actually work on in future yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fair yeah. enough but I mean you know that's some releases are shit some are great shall we talk about some new releases all new releases get the new releases all new releases what you listen to Papa <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that bit <laughs> my segue. Um, so, anything you've been listening to recently that, you, apart from you know, Porridge Radio, <laughs> talked about what, a lot that you've has really caught your eye. So, there's a band called The Mysteries who I think are fantastic. <laughs> and why? What was that? Are you not? Are you not a fan? She, uh, she gave me a the four uh, out of ten. Oh God, it was her. <laughs> the round table. Oh, the round table. You forgot that it was. <laughs> Band, to be we, could, we could, we could, roll that one back. No, no, <laughs> no. If you like the music, I'm not going to take that away from you. I have a personal vendetta with her, and I'm not going to. I'm, I'm joking, by the way. It's fine. Don't worry. Um, yeah, no, they're a cool band. But no, I do, I, I do enjoy their music. Um, and the, I think they're just quite catchy songs. Like when I first heard their song "Take Control," which I think is one of their like, it's like from their latest EP. Mm. Um, it was just, I just kept listening to it and it yeah. was just like getting stuck in my head. And I think her vocals were quite, like, I, I didn't realise it was a girl initially, which yeah, now that yeah, I listen yeah, to it, yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, it's quite obviously a girl, but actually but, yeah. she's got quite a deep, deep voice, I think, deep um, voice. which yeah. makes it quite interesting. But that's what makes it unique, I think, because that's what exactly. like, hit me in when I first heard um, some of their tracks. Exactly. And I think, obviously, like loving the fact that it's a female vocalist and like an indie band, because I guess, I mean, you do see that. It's definitely more... Mm. Like you see it more now, but it's always nice when you do see it. Yeah. Um, especially when you didn't initially realise that it was a female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just think their songs are just like quite catchy and um and yeah, I I really enjoy them. Yeah. And yeah, I'm trying to think what oh, I'm not fair enough. But um they're really good. There's a band called Do Nothing, which have made I'm it to them. the six have music you? playlist. Yeah, um, Max knows them, I think. Oh, really? Lamar, yeah. Lamar, who you are in the same band. Oh, he's deemed him or something like that. He was talking to me about them the other day. Really cool. Yeah, they've been on the, the playlist. And like when I first heard the song, I was like, yeah, this is good. And then it was kind of, it was definitely a grower. Like the more I heard yeah. it, I was like, this is actually really good. Now I've been getting like really into yeah. it. Um, but they're both just quite like guitar based indie bands. Um, and I will have a think of something maybe slightly different during the process. No, that's, that's fine. You're talking about the right. concept of growers. And we were talking today about how... We're kind of divided on the new Billy, Eil- the Billy Eilish Bond track, um, um, No yeah. Time to Die, because I personally we put an article out. Me and Jimmy G is a content writer. Shout out Jimmy again. G. Yeah, he um, we we're kind of like, disagreeing about it because I don't think a Bond track should be a grower. I think it's the one kind of song where it should be like smashing your face, like boom, Bond song. I'll put in like explosions there. Yeah, there we go. One song should be smashing in your face. And I just don't think it does for me, even though, you know, I, she's got great vocals in it. But I totally, I totally agree. Oh, thank um, God. No, like, I agree with me. No, no I agree. I do, again, like you said, like I think it's a really good song and I think her vocals mm. are really good. But yeah. like you said, like a Bond song does that, have that. And I kind of did think when they said it was going to be Billie Eilish, I thought, but. Billie Eilish songs are very, I don't know what the word is, but very Billie Eilish. Well, I Billie, think. Billie Eilish leans into, into her production a lot. Yeah. Like Phineas. He's a great producer. He's a great producer no word he, of a doubt about that. He didn't showcase it, what he can do. Like, he's like known for his big synths and mm. kind of stuff like that. But there wasn't anything. Yeah, there I was a bit given. surprised. I was I, really I, surprised. I, I, I'm wearing a Billie Eilish jumper right now oh, yeah. to prove that I love the O'Connells. I think he's a great producer. I think she's a great vocalist and a great writer but together this didn't work for bond i don't know but uh, yeah i wasn't everyone else disagrees the guardian disagrees yeah, the disagrees independent us, disagrees everyone disagrees yeah i mean i think because it is a good song song and yeah. i think people maybe are excited that it's something slightly different yeah and mm. the fact that it's billy eilish and like everyone loves Down billy eilish noir, and, apparently a what <laughs> downbeat but downbeat noir oh downbeat noir. <laughs> whatever, that. <laughs> whatever that means um so yeah uh that's not my particularly favorite new release but what's what's yours at the moment darshan Sid, Dippy. 
Dipping. I don't really know what we're going for. <laughs> what are we going like, for? With your I've name. Like eight different names. Because I never know what to call you anymore. <laughs> uh, Dippy's fine. Chameleon. Yeah, right, like, it, chameleon. Don't call me that. It's <laughs> a new one. <laughs> That's a sick name though, isn't it? The Chameleon. Who was that rapper? Chameleon. Oh, yeah. Chameleonette. Chameleonette. Oh, yeah. What about it? He was fucking great. New um, releases? Arlo Park's Second Guessing. Oh, oh yeah, she's really good. She's fantastic. She's amazing. I saw it. You're a big escape. fan of Arlo Park. I, I, I'm a big fan of her like studio stuff. I think live when I saw her, I saw it at Great Escape. I was kind of stood at the back, so maybe that was probably my why. fault. But it didn't carry <laughs> as well as I would have liked it to have done. But I'm sure she's. But you can be you know. a studio artist and that be your thing and like be. Quite but I think good she's at more than that. She is more than that because she's had loads of like BBC. Well done. <laughs> Tanya just uh, choked on a crisp. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, she she's she's fantastic. She like, supported I, Loyal Kana. She did support yeah. Loyal Kana. Yeah, he's a big champion of Valley Parks. Yeah, mm. along with uh, BBC London as well. Yeah, they they love her. They absolutely love her. But yeah, I, I thought she was brilliant. I really liked Arlo Parks um, when I saw her, but it didn't have that oomph for me that I, I thought when I went in there. I thought I'd be absolutely blown away, mind blown. But I guess that's not her music style to do that. It's more chill. Yeah. Than, yeah. A bit like Celeste, in yeah. a way. Like, yeah. that kind of chill vibe. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, no, I, I saw a bit of her set supporting Loyal, and she was really, really yeah. good. Uh, cool. And then we, we chatted to her, we chatted to her Ooh, after. Oh, gosh. You Ooh, meet, meet, meet <laughs> so many cool people. Do you know what? It was for... Um, <laughs> Uh, there's this thing that we do on Six Music called T-shirt Day, which I don't. It's been running for about ten years, I oh, think. Wow. Um, and it's kind of wear your band T-shirt to work yeah. or wherever. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> uh, and as part of that, every year, um, Steve sends out one of the team to uh, basically flog some merch at a gig. Yeah. Uh, to and to speak to an artist um, at that gig whose whose merch is on sale to find out a bit more about. Um, Kind of how much they benefit, how much artists benefit from yeah, merchandise yeah, sales. Yeah. Oh, I see, um, that's cool. Yeah, to find out a bit more about that and like maybe why what why people will go for a certain piece of merchandise and that kind of thing. So we luckily got to go and do that at Loyal Karna's show. That's really, cool. um, that's which really cool. was really fun. And then yeah, we spoke to Arlo about it afterwards and a What's bit. What she like? She cool. She was lovely. Yeah, she was so, I just so so, cool. so nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, really chill, really nice, lovely woman. Oh, nice. You meet a lot of cool people um, at your job. I imagine you do. I guess, yeah. There's there's been some fun ones. Um, Gallagher? No. Yeah, we had the Gallaghers. Oh well, my gosh. <laughs> we had Noel. So, so Noel does this feature called Noel's Noel every Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, he comes in and... It sounds think, much more wholesome than it is. <laughs> for, for an hour and they just chat and talk about music mm. and play a few songs. Um, and yeah, he was such like he was Aww. I only very briefly kind of just said hi I was a bit <laughs> starstruck <laughs> yeah um but he seemed really really nice and friendly yeah. and really sweet um oh wow I can't, cool. hey what's that called it's called the 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 what's it called the thingy bacon rule Kevin bacon rule Kevin bacon where you're like one person t- I'm oh you're one, I'm two one people removed away from, yeah we're from, from no matter because of you now this is brilliant no, you're one away. I'm one away. I'm one away. My you're mouth one is away. so bad. <laughs> I can't even count. That's right. Um, yeah. I got you. Any new releases else? Uh, what are we talking about? Blossoms. The Blossoms. Oh, if yeah. I knew you were something, something. What's it called? That's useful, isn't it? Sorry, I'm really bad at remembering If you think this is real life, if you think this is real life, the new, this is real life, really yeah. not Blossoms-esque. Have you heard it? I'm sure I heard it. <laughs> It was on the Hugh Stevens show last week on Sunday night. Um, it's Hugh, dig we love dig you. Dig her out. <laughs> I really like Blossoms though. Yeah, they're really I good. Do, it's yeah. just this track. If you've heard it, if you haven't, go listen. It's great. Um, very peppy, like which isn't very Blossoms esque. It's like, very like, like yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed. Do you not think? What would you say? It's more esque. Um, retro. I read it retro cool. Retro cool. No, I didn't. No, sorry. <laughs> peppy. I said it's not classic Blossoms. Dash. It's peppy, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, like if you look at their kind of back catalogue, stuff like Charlemagne. Yeah, which is like which is a bit very more like different. somber, um, more rocky kind of yeah. style. This is more like upbeat, vibey kind of music that you just want to hear like, here on a Sunday. But it's and good. Like pep you up. I feel like quite a lot of bands are maybe going for that. Maybe I'm mm. wrong, but, but I wonder why that is. What do you think? The trend. Good question. <laughs> it does seem trend. like a trend. Like yeah. it, you know, people are going more for a kind of old school or definitely like more. 70s yeah. vibes there's, and stuff like that. There's a band called Weird Milk. Have you heard them? 
I've definitely heard of them. I yeah. can't remember their song. But... There's, they've got a bunch of tracks out. Um, I can't remember the life of me, the song I'm thinking of, but they are, even their, in their cover art, everything's very 1970s, and it sounds like you're listening to something yeah. from, you know... Like anything you want. Any, yeah, that's what it's called. Anything, anything you, you want. want. Was one it liked. sounds so 70s, but it works. It's in now. I don't know. It's there's a thing. This, um, it's a thing. There's this like disco-y band called Patawawa. They're very like, they're so fun. I've seen them live once and they were one of the most fun bands I've seen. Like, they're just <laughs> proper disco. story the other day, wasn't it? No, those were the other two bands which I will mention now. Wow, that was just so much but, fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> so someone who like, knows what's going on now. <laughs> Can we have a good chat? Um, no, this week I saw a band called Sarpa Salpa, who they were really Ooh. fun. They're, that's, they are like an indie band, but they've got um, a female on keys and they're just slightly, they have a slight edge to them, I thought, that wasn't just just was an it indie like guitar. Or like there, was a, there was just a bit of an element of like dancey. Ooh, like we, everyone was cool. kind of having a bit of a dance, a bit yeah. of a shimmy. <laughs> um, it's a thing now, isn't it? Indie bands yeah, like going. The Orioles. Oh, the Orioles. Yeah. yeah, disco ball yeah. theme. Yeah. That is such oh, a cool. I love that. Yeah, like, Patawawa. Like they know? remind me a bit of Patawawa. Oh, really? the Orioles. Like, that, that, that disco volador song. Um, is there any track from the, the what's the band called? Sarpa Salpa. The other one. Um, Patawawa. Patawawa. Any tracks you could like recommend? So the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the song's called. They've still got a new song called Just Not With You. Oh, nice. Um, I'm gonna write that down. So yeah, they're definitely very fun. Um, but yeah, this week I saw Sarpa Salpa. Kind of like an upbeat Arctic Monkeys is what my friend said who came with me. Uh, they were fantastic. I really enjoyed them. Mm, uh, up the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. It <laughs> seems like an oxymoron. What's that called? An oxymoron? A paradox? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I saw the Lathams, who support the Blossoms Ooh. in a few, in March, I think. Uh, they cool. used to be called the Lathams, and it's like a, this new thing, which apparently it's actually the Lathams, which I'm not warming to. But well, so they, they used name? to call them. Well, I don't know if... We everyone's always called them the Lathams, and I think it's a recently they were like actually it's the Lathams. A bit late now. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's like me. I had um, Latham sounds cool. Lathams sounds like about to have a, a bath. Yeah, yeah it does. Do you know Lather yourself. Yeah, I had I had um, Darshan for a long time. Is it not Darshan? No, it's Darshan. Darshan. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> right, Stephen Mack got it right. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, no, people kept calling me Darshan. And then the Asian network, big, big them all up over there. Woo! They they go they lean into the Asian side as a Darshan. Oh, so yeah. you you are a comedian. I, I guess so, I guess so. Yeah. Um. So I think it's a good time to have a snack break. Yeah. Snack break. Right. I'm gonna open up the. Fizzy strawberries. I almost bought fizzy strawberries. Did I'm glad you? I didn't because you you're clearly We're really well stocked. With them. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite, my favorite snack. They are good. But Can you please pass me the um. There's a, 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 a pop chips in there. Oh yeah. my god, there's so many. Well, you know what? Oh my god, is it them? Yeah. No, is. no, there's there's a barbecue one. There's ridiculous. Oh, just take it. You know. <laughs> take it. I'm taking. You know proper corn. Yeah. The ones who do the popcorn, they, they've now made like a crisp and it's really oh, nice. That's cool. It's a bit like pop chips. Really that's good. It, I'm, I'm a bit mixed on these snacks that are kind of like light versions of crisps. Mm. Like Snacker Jacks. We... I used to love them when like, I was in... Why? Not salt and vinegar, I Oh my God, yeah. Uh, uh, I love like salt feet. and vinegar. No, no. Ben, ben had that on episode two. He brought in Snacker Jacks and we felt a bit sick. We were like... Yeah, they were grim. And we had Snacker Jacks everywhere. Like, it was all over the floor. Right. That's like... the problem with them as well. They, they go everywhere. Do they? If you, mm. Not if you have the little ones. If you have the big, the big ones. ones. Oh, I'm thinking of the small ones. Small ones, yeah. Maybe they taste different with the, we the change in size. <laughs> but I really like salt and vinegar, so. I don't have any of your popcorn. Sorry? Your popcorn. What about it? What, it's not salt and vinegar? No, James, do you want to try some? Oh, yeah. Try probably. some. Have some. Have you ever have had popcorn before, Sarah? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so I think now's a good time to, we've been griping a bit about snacker jacks. Let's talk a bit more about gripes in general. Give us a gripe, please. Why do you keep saying please after everything? I don't know. Do you have any gripes this week? Music related? Could be non-music related? Oh. We've got this from your old radio Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I always use this and I could never think of one either. 
Because um, I, 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 I said the thing about the tube on your one. On your yes. Show. I, I always, you've, been on, you've been on Sarah's show? I have been on Sarah's show. I didn't know this. Back Ooh. in uh, UCL days. Oh my God. Yeah, that wasn't my best one, but yeah. You were on a radio like show. It. Would you recommend to anyone wanting to get into radio to, to oh my go God. on student radio? Absolutely. Like it's, it's yeah, the best thing that you could do, I yeah. think. Um, if you know that that's what you want to do at that stage, like when you were at uni or before, I would definitely, definitely get involved with student radio because... Mm. Even whether or not it's a good one, like a good station, yeah. it still gives you that um, time to kind of, like that uh, equipment to be able to practice it and get used to using like a like a desk and all of that mm. and kind of just practice presenting. Yeah. Um, and the more you do it, kind of the more comfortable you'll get with it and the, yeah, the more natural it will become to you. And then it kind of gives you loads of content for you to kind of, work with for yourself so that you can yeah. so I think um a lot of stations if you want if you want to go into presenting um what they normally ask for is for a demo uh, yeah. and so the mm. best place to make a demo is when you're at student radio, student radio yeah you true. have so much to work with and then you can just clip out um I think I can't remember what they used to say but I think it was like no longer than three minutes if that I think maybe that's too long I can't remember see it's a very small period of time to present yourself show yourself as a off, person yeah. and then yeah. I think they were always like if as a person you, <laughs> I think it's like the first 10 or 20 seconds is when they decide whether to carry on listening to it really? same with music yeah same, yeah, same, exactly. music. same with reading a book the publisher only read two pages before yeah. they give up do you know what I do with books what I just skip to the middle and I start reading <laughs> I read a couple of pages in the middle and then I'm like oh this actually seems quite good so I'll start <laughs> but why I can't say I do it regularly like, that's I so weird I don't read books that often I should <laughs> But the last one I definitely did. It was this massive book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, a really big one. Was it and War and Peace or something? No, it was this really rogue one. It was called Imaginary Friend. And oh. <laughs> so, sorry, because I used to tell us. No, it, tur- <laughs> it turned out to be this horror. I did not realise it was like a horror story book. Like, oh, it was like, don't turn to the middle of the book. Pretty <laughs> reading the blurb. Like, but even, even the blurb did not suggest it was going to be a horror, like a horror. Really? Re- it really got quite <laughs> scary. Okay, my gripe for this week is Sarah reading from the middle of a book. <laughs> when would you make up a book? <laughs> Only like a couple of pages. <laughs> what What are your gripes this week? Um, how I'm griping you about griping. That's books. a meta gripe, yeah. A meta gripe. Um, well, I, maybe my gripe this week is uh, the fear of coronavirus. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Everybody is so scared. Fair enough, I but am. oh my God. I mean, I'm quite scared, admittedly, but my mum is hilarious. Every time I leave the house, she's like, have you got gloves? Put gloves on. Questions, questions, questions. questions. So many questions. So I think this is a really great time to ask you the torrent of questions that we were sent in. Oh yeah, uh, go about on. About radio, I think people will find the idea. Oh, okay, I thought we were doing quick fun. No, you're fine, crack on. Oh, you've reached your first notebook. I was about to get my notebook out. Let's get some questions out, because people, the people want to know, all right? I hope um, I can answer them. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we sort of covered it, but how did you get into radio? So I took a bit of a, maybe, I guess I took a relatively sounded route, but not so much because I didn't study anything to do with it. And yeah. I think that's definitely something to mention. But I um, I started off doing student radio. Yeah. So basically, I've always been interested in getting into music and I didn't know exactly which aspect. Like, there's still different aspects that I want to kind of do more mm. do more in and gain more experience in. But um, yeah. Stop eating snacks. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm asking you about her life. Right. You snack away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so then how did it kind of veer towards... And then what, when I was at uni, I was like, what can I do that can... So I studied city planning, so nothing to do with <laughs> wow. the music world. Yeah. Um, and Interesting, it was, though. For me, I just, well, I thought I should do something as a kind of backup, as a fallback, in yeah. case I can't mm. really... It's very smart. Um, which, I, to be honest, I'd recommend... Um, I'm not saying that it's not good to study music or journalism or media or but something. But if you're kind of somebody who feels like you know they're not sure yet, yeah, yeah, and I, to go, yeah. exactly. If you're not 100 percent sure, um, and also like it's just not you don't have to do one of those subjects yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to be able to get into it at all. Um, like obviously it can help, but it's not a requirement. Um, and particularly with so many courses out there that are trying to cater towards, you know broadcast journalism or yeah. media it's not a pressure for someone who's only 18 years old yeah and yeah. if anything I think it kind of gives you slight makes you maybe stand out a little bit in a yeah, way because yeah, it's yeah. like oh you studied this that's quite interesting like tell mm. us a bit more about that even because it's just something mm-hmm. that yeah. they might not have heard of like those yeah, people yeah, like yeah. city planning 
Um, but yeah, so I did that, but um, I was trying to figure out ways to kind of do music on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just came across student radio and I thought, oh, that could be fun. Um, and it and, was? Yeah, it was literally, <laughs> so I went to Cardiff University and I went on Express got- Radio. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Um, which, not biased, but I think it is actually one of the best student radio stations It wins awards. There. Yeah, it wins yeah. a lot. Um, yeah. And they've just got really good facilities, like the studios. That's so, yeah. So, Soundproofed and everything. Like, like really yeah. professional. Really? And I think they've upped yeah. them since we were there. Like, really? that, that's the same with student radio. So I was on the student paper at uni and we had really great equipment, like, you know, Adobe Suite. And yeah. you're like, you wouldn't get access to that unless you kind of join this society. Exactly. So great. Exactly. So yeah, I did that. And then... Um, I mostly just did presenting there. Like I technically produced a little bit, but production in student radio was, wasn't really real production. I realized yeah, later yeah. on, um, it was kind of just doing a bit of social media during the show and making yeah. sure like everything was kind of working. And what's just... the difference then? Yeah. Because that, that might be quite interesting to our, you know, three listeners. Uh, <laughs> we have way more than three listeners. No, we have, no we're doing well. But uh, yeah, we, um, yeah what, what's kind of the difference between, Doing the production now and yeah. doing the production student radio. I mean, maybe it was just our show that we didn't do the production properly. Yeah. Um, but I like, you know, because I saw recently actually on it, I still follow Express's, uh, Express Radio, the student yeah. one. Uh, I still follow them on social media and I saw they were running a workshop on how to run outside broadcast, which maybe I just didn't, wasn't aware that was going on when I was there, but I had no idea that that was something that I could learn how to do whilst yeah. I was there. And that that's like real production, like how to run a show outside of the studio. So what does that entail for people who maybe not entirely sure? I'm not entirely yeah. sure of the technicalities, <laughs> to be honest. Like, that's the thing. I never did so the technical I guess maybe side, talk about what you do on a daily basis yeah. in terms of your job now and how yeah, that so relates to... What, um, I guess what the difference was in like real world production was um, the producers would help come up. Well, you'd work with the presenters to come up with the content for the show um, and quite far in advance, mm. like whereas with student radio, it kind of be on the day for us. Yep. Maybe we just didn't take it seriously. Enough. <laughs> I think but... you're bevin too hard. So every, every week on a Wednesday and Saturday. <laughs> that is true. Maybe that <laughs> was the, the issue. good old days. <laughs> um, but like now, it's yeah, we we kind of source the music and we'll put it in the system and we'll make sure um, that's kind of all there ready for the presenter um, and we'll kind of give them, them all the you know, we sometimes will write up some notes that might help them to remind them of things to kind of mention and things like that. Um, Or if there's an artist that's been on the station recently that we're then playing their music, we'll like give them the notes on that. Uh, So like Arlo Parks was on Mark Riley's show, for example, the other day, who is on after Steve. Um, But yeah, so like, and then, yeah, when we were at student radio, we kind of, yeah, I felt like- Just record and see what happens. Yeah, the producer would just sit there and make sure the, you know, the level sounded right. Um, and now on six, I think again, it's different on stage, different stations, but on six, um, the producer and an assistant producer will sit in the studio with the presenter, um, mm. and will kind of deal with social media, uh, as that comes through. So mm. as we get messages through, yeah. um, we'll kind of read through them and pass on kind of appropriate ones or interesting yeah. ones to the yeah. presenter. Yeah, it's like a really fun job to be um, Yeah, no, it's, it's like definitely, busy, stressful, yeah. but in a good way. Yeah, it's definitely busier than I, than I ever thought. Um, but like in a good way, cause it just, it's just because we're doing so many different things, which just yeah. makes it really yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, that's what, during the show, that's what we do. We'll, um, yeah, mostly go through messages that come through and mm-hmm. requests that might come through. If it's that, if there's a kind of, what's the word, like a theme that we're doing and we're taking requests. Mm-hmm. So for example, on a Friday, uh, during the last hour of the show, Steve runs a Friday free for all, which yeah. is all requests for the whole hour. So we'll kind yeah. of get those songs in. Uh, and you know the messages related to them yeah um so yeah I guess the, there's some some differences but um yeah I can't remember what the original question was no, I feel like I went off really on a tangent I think honestly most people won't know that it, you know a radio show seems so seamless yeah I mean, there's so many components it's not just somebody with a mic definitely you know, again there's so, there's so much involved so I think that's really useful for yeah to know. for sure yeah. like even I had not realized how much like goes I mean, uh, on yeah. behind the scenes yeah. and how much of a huge involvement the production team have. Yeah. Um, like I said, yeah. things on the fly that's the best bit. Like you're playing a song and then you have to kind of create it as a little bed for something else. And then yeah. making sure everything's like perfect on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's the thing. Like you don't yeah. really realise um, how much thought goes into, yeah, making things seem like sound seamless. Questions, questions, questions. 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 So, so many questions. questions. So yeah, someone said the three, what are the three key elements of a good radio show? Do you think? Ooh, three. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, if you're if you're talking about a music radio show, yeah, yeah. Um, good music. <laughs> um, I would say like varied, varied music, so different genres and um, maybe years. I mean, it depends what what you're really going mm. for, what your target, what like you're what, doing a new music what, show. Exactly, so, what yeah. the theme of your show is. Um, but I would just say like generally, I think getting a varied, you know, different genres in um, and like different types of artists and like mix of like males and females, especially. Mm. Um, Having interesting features, so, oh God, this is probably not that useful, but like having interesting features and something that engages the audience and making sure you can engage an audience and yeah. kind of always making it about them. And, and your try- demographic and making sure you're like, you're pitching to the right yeah. yeah, and trying not to make it like about you. I think that's something that you need to remember. Like, mm. yeah. obviously in a way, obviously you want to be enjoying what you're doing, but you need to always have the audience in mind and think about what they're going to, what how it's going to hit this, how it's going to sound to them um and making sure you know you you want to get the most interesting content out for them um and getting them involved as well like I think that's I think that's what listeners kind of enjoy the most is when they can be involved and have an input yeah I think so um and so having features which kind of allows for that that was it for us I mean we got loads of questions for you yeah (laughs) listeners want to know how to partner time to quick fire Oh, this is my favourite thing. <laughs> okay, so this is the round we like to call Quickfire, where we ask you a bunch of questions you have to answer as quickly as possible. Uh, we try not to stumble, and but we end up doing that every time. Okay. I feel like you'd be good at this, because, yeah. you know, you've done You're on the ball. Or, 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 <laughs> I feel like you can do this. Okay. Right. Would you Fire rather, away. Would you rather have fingers for toes or toes for fingers? Oh, God, fingers for toes. <laughs> Oh, I, would oh. You, who do you reckon you can win in a fight against? A grizzly bear or a crocodile? Grizzly bear. False. Favourite city? Cardiff. Good call. Um, Favourite holiday destination? Ooh, Australia. I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so, favourite dream holiday yeah. destination? Uh, favourite date activity? Lisbon. Sorry. <laughs> Lisbon's your favourite date activity? <laughs> no. <laughs> favourite date activity? A date activity? Uh, uh, something fun like something silly. Let me write these down. Hold on a minute. Something fun, something silly. <laughs> um, like something fun. I don't know. Art for fun. Do you know art for fun? Oh, no, what's art for fun? The only reason why it's in my head is because my sister went there yesterday for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Favorite meal deal. <laughs> Favorite meal deal. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Um, what do they have in meal deals again? Uh, I'd go for okay a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. What, okay. What sandwich? A, a chicken and chorizo sandwich. Oh, I never had one of them. An innocent smoothie. Very good. Yes, and choice. what snack? Uh, do you know what? I'll just go for a classic salt and vinegar squares. Uh, <laughs> squares? Oh, no, I like I those. love they're salt wicked. and vinegar squares. Love, yeah. Aren't they yeah. Actually, no, I changed that. Salt and vinegar hula hoops. Yeah, okay. they're, they're wicked. They're, they're good. good. They're good. I think so that's that... the best way of getting good value for oh, money. Yeah, yeah I agree. Get lots, you get a lot of flavour within the hoop. Celebrity you'd like to meet the most? Other than Noel Gallagher, which is already ticked off. I reckon. Who would I want? I mean, I, oh, can you give me some options? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. I'll just be here the days when giving uh, you celebrities to pick who, from. Who would I want to meet the most? Someone hilarious. Give me some Jack fun. Whitehall. Oh yeah, I, I, let's go Jack Whitehall because he's really funny and also very pretty to look at. Yeah, that's the thing. He was this whole joke like system is based on the fact that he's unattractive and that no girl wants him. Are you being serious? Yeah, God, that's he's like beautiful. all this humor. So he's he's wonderful, <gasps> isn't he? No, I've thought of one. Richard Madden. Oh, he's dreamy. Richard Madden is dreamy. Body guy, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And his accent. He is. Hot. Oh, I have a thing about his accent though, because on the bodyguard, right? Oh, you gave me daggers then, by the way. How <laughs> <laughs> <What a> day. <laughs> on the bodyguard, loads of Americans. Kept thinking that he was saying mum instead of mom. Oh, uh, I think I thought that as well. Like, I'm sure one is, of us thought why is, that. Why is he having sex with his mum? But, <laughs> but why would that make you not like Richard Madden? No, I do. I, I think he's. I think he's great. But that, that's that's what I'm saying. Fair enough. Yeah. That's just the Scottish accent, though. Yeah. <laughs> Total eyebrow piercing. Eyebrow piercing. Nice. Favorite movie. Back to the Future. Yes! Oh my god, that's my favorite movie too. High five, high five. That is amazing. It's a shit film. It's, it's a, a classic. Oh, excuse me. It's just a classic. I can't believe you have the same favorite movie. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes that movie as really? a favorite movie. Everyone's like, oh, it's good, but it wouldn't be my favorite. I don't know if, um, like, as a younger Sarah, 
I convinced myself to love it because I'm obsessed with McFly. So I was obsessed with McFly. Oh, <laughs> Marty McFly. Um, and they got their name <laughs> from it. So I think as a child, I was more spurred on to Is like that true? it. Aww, yeah, that's what they got their name really from. Way. I didn't know that. Okay. Do you like yeah. McFly then? Oh Still. my God. Yeah. Which, which, I'm one, not gonna which lie. one did you have a crush on? Danny. I mean, all of them, but Danny was always a favourite. <laughs> so cute. All right. Favourite talking tracks with snacks presenter? Tanya. Yes! Oh Obviously. my god! Where's the fucking history? Where's the loyalty? <laughs> that is brilliant. That's two to Tanya. <laughs> One to Dippy. So oh I win. To be fair, I feel like she's been doing more of the talking as well. <laughs> Can never shut up. She's keeping so... the show running, really. Yeah, I'll give you that. I will give you that. 100%. <laughs> are you, he's, gonna be, he's not going to produce it later, so are you? Salty on this. I'm not going to cut it together now. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay, uh, well, these these are more... Are you see so sad? <laughs> I can see it in your... It's not me for six. I thought this was a surefire one. <laughs> I thought this is one I'd have. <sighs> oh, that's been my day. Thank you. Thank um, you. You know, you've got to get the gals on side. Woo! You're listening to Sarah Tabar on Run That Again. So this is a segment where we essentially get you to plug your shit. So tell us what we should be listening to right now. Listen to Steve Lamack on Drive Time on 6 Music from 4 till 7pm. Woo! And we've got Hugh Stevens covering this week. Excellent. Oh yeah, yeah that, we do love you. We love you, Hugh. Yeah, your inspiration. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think what else we've got coming up. We... Yeah. They're going to South by Southwest in March. They are. Amazing. I'll be here manning the manning the manning the desk. Manning the desk. <laughs> yeah, Do you get to go to Austin? <laughs> no, sadly not. Oh, no. Um, but no, I'll be here. But sadly, yeah. no. And um, yeah, definitely check out if, you, if you're not listening to Steve Mac. I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but you should be doing that. Um, next week we've got the amazing Lamar on. Come chat with us, um, a London-based artist. But until then, thank you so much, Sarah. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, Sarah. Happy snacking. Goodbye. <laughs>